Now that commission-free trading is the norm, it's time to rethink how we define value. Value is more than a price tag. It's the confidence of knowing you have a team of traders on standby to answer any question. It's Thinkorswim's charting and analysis tools, and it's a personalized education to fine-tune your skills. Value is becoming smarter with every commission-free online equity trade. Discover true value with TD Ameritrade, where smart investors get smarter. Are you feeling unsure about when you need to wear a mask, when to stay six feet apart, and when to keep gatherings small? The answer is simple. You need to do all three anytime you're with someone you don't live with, inside or out, even with family and friends. When you wear a mask and spread out and keep gathering small, you're helping slow the spread of COVID-19. Learn more at coronavirus.wa.gov. A message from the state of Washington. From Venus to Mars, back to Earth, back to the XBO satellite. Showtime, nigga. Get you on the board. MF Doom. And I am Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Expeditiously, I'll be on my grizzly. Fans try to creep me, somehow always miss me. Mr. Fantastic, put the busy in the beat. Rock from the bottom straight to the tizzy. Who is he? He need to get out more. Or either get out of here like some dang outlaw standing like lurch. No herb in the record bin. Called him for a random search for curbside checking in. It's on, nigga. On and cracking like diggum. Lips be smacking. Run there we go. Mouth, steady, talking about the Old microphone was off, Jeff. Uh-oh. We got her back. That's good. So, yeah, Jeff's late on his uh, start time today because you were fucking with a curtain rod. Yeah, that's right. What were you doing? Trying to install it? So I just went to the Target, bought a curtain rod and some curtains, because uh, they got these bright ass parking lights out uh, outside my bedroom window. Yep. Uh, I, I I aimed for the cheapest curtain rod possible, and I'm pretty sure that thing came without a spring or something because it is just completely not working. It's like the ones that are just, like, white, and they curve around like an L at the end. Yeah, yeah, the twist tension rod or something like that. Oh, where, like a shower curtain where you put it in there and you twist it until it gets tight? That's what it's supposed to do, but yeah, it doesn't do it. It's just two fucking pieces of metal. So once I found that out, I was spent the last, hour, last half hour trying to repackage it. And repackage the uh, curtain that I bought with it because they don't tell you one curtain means one half of a normal curtain. Yeah, one single curtain. They tried to pull that fast one on me, so I got a couple of returns to make. Okay. Um, Big failed experiment. <laughs> so is it like so? Is it thin like a like a curtain rod, or is it thick like a shower rod? It's thin. It's okay. better than a shower rod. It's got to be the same thing, though. I know exactly what you're talking about. So when you put it in between the window and turn it, it doesn't get any tighter? No. No, it's just two pieces of metal fucking... Clanging and banging. Clanging and banging, dude. Huh. Yeah, you're going to have to return that. Where'd you get it? Target? Yeah. Isn't there and a Target? Like tar- I said, I went for the cheapest thing possible, and the packaging was already warped, so someone's probably already returned to some bitch. 
Yeah, that's how that happens. When I was at Walmart, that shit was hilarious to me. They literally return it, and then they throw it in a box. Like a bin or something that's labeled whatever department it goes to. Like, that one will be, like, housewares or something. Uh-huh. So they're going to throw it in the houseware bin. They're going to give you your money back. And then some other poor sap's going to come at the end of his shift and pick up his houseware bin... Dump it in a, tr- in a shopping cart, take it back to his department, and put it back on the shelf. And there's never any talk of what happened or... You know what I mean? Uh, I should have seen it coming because, uh, like all the other selections, they had quite a number of selections of uh, rods and shit. And all the other ones had, like, similar things or something like that. This is just one room essentials packaging sticking out of nowhere, like, for only ten bucks. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Did, was it marked down, or that's just the normal price? No, that's just the normal price. Yep. Sometimes you gotta pay a little more to get a decent rod. For sure, man. I'm glad we got to open up the show with rod talk. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've all been there. Haven't we? So, what else you got going today? Uh, I'm basically just, uh getting shit uh cleaned up and everything because uh our buddy glenn is making a vacay out here oh shit cleaning up for your boyfriend huh yeah making the house all spiffy for him yeah so when's he coming out uh tomorrow okay he's, he's driving out so he'll get out here in the afternoon hell yeah is he the and only one he coming? Got a, uh, sorry? He's the only one coming? Yeah. Kind of sprung this on me last minute. <laughs> like you have so much you have to do to prepare for him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just uh, roll out a blanket on the floor and he'll be fine. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, tomorrow we got uh, that Lucha Libre... Lucha Libre's and a laughs show. Oh, it's back? Stand-up comedy and wrestling up at the Oriental Theater in Denver here. Hell yeah, so it's back? Yeah, it comes back every six weeks or so, and Jay got me tickets for a birthday present. Hell yeah. So is that the actual name of the theater, or did you just pull Jim Ross and they're calling Asians Orientals? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was a highly populated Asian theater. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, so when's that? Saturday? No, that's tomorrow night. Oh, so Glenn won't be there yet? Oh, he'll be there. He, does he have a ticket? Yeah, I, I got him a ticket. Hell yeah. So he's not a big wrestling fan, but he better get with the program tomorrow because we're we're gonna be live. Yeah, I want, I'm interested to hear what the what the format of that is. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's not gonna be like I doubt there'll be marks there. It's more of a seems like more of a hipster thing. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. For sure. How about you? What you got going on? Nothing. I uh, just got off work, showered, now I'm doing this. I haven't done anything else. Char- when I came home, our dog took a big old shit on the... F- um, right when you enter the door, just a hot diarrhea glob. Oh, Jesus. 
A welcome home, Eric. Yeah, and somebody, one of the dogs stepped in it and smeared it everywhere. So, I mean, it was dark. It was like, I mean, it was black. Black as, as the night. And, uh, yeah, like, it, he's been sick lately. Lots of barfs, lots of diarrheas. And he's been doing, a, he's been doing a lot better. Like, it's just been like two days and I thought he was over it, but he must have had one more. But it, it looked evil, man. It, it smelled terrible. Looked gnarly. Like one of them angry shits that just wakes you up in the middle of the night. Oh, Jesus. And you just, they have to come out. They are just screaming at you. You can barely get to the toilet. That's the kind of shit it looked like. That's disturbing. You know what else? I just This just popped in my head. You know the toilets that the automatic flush and they flush before you get up? Yeah. Like right. Like, <laughs> yeah. How annoying is that? I mean, that's every airport for me, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, for several reasons. What if you wanted to take a look at your turd? Yeah, I want, I want to see what you've done. Yeah, yeah. I want to... Leave those logs in there for me to inspect. That's right. Like, what, that's so rude. I just, I didn't even get to look at what I've created and you just... <laughs> <laughs> fucking flushed it down. And so violently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that are at, like... Like, the one that's been doing it to me is at State Farm Headquarters in Bloomington. Uh-huh. So, yeah, any of these high-profile places have these toilets that flush, like, fucking at an insane velocity. I think it's to make them look clean after, you know, Jerry and receiving goes in there and just blows ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sprays well, yeah, everywhere. Uh, automation's taking janitorial gigs. Yeah. Because there's some, dude, those executive, like the business guys, and man, they take some wicked shits. I don't know if they're just getting drunk every night and eating shitty food or what, but like, I'll walk in there to people spraying the beef stew. Oh yeah. On a regular basis. Uh, I mean, I'm always uh, amazed. Like if I go in a public bathroom and someone comes in to take a poo and I, I get to hear the poo and like get an idea of what it's like. I'm like, good God, is this like a regular thing for you? Yeah. Like it sounds like it, <laughs> yeah. it reminds me of Austin Powers with uh, Tom Arnold. Yeah. Yeah. We've you all. Like, yeah. Hey, buddy, we're going to get through this. Yeah. We've all heard some wicked shits in public, which is. It's actually, it's pretty entertaining as far as the boredom of a bathroom trip. Sometimes it's hilarious. (laughs) But anyway, that's enough poop talk. Yeah, poops and rods. Yeah, poops and rods. Um, Anything else that you got going on, Jeff? No. That was a good sound effect, though. Flappy lips? Yeah, those flapping lips. I'm going to try to amplify those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Raw, I thought, was pretty sweet this week. No? Yeah, it was entertaining, for sure. Yeah, I liked 
like obviously there are certain parts that are ridiculous, but I think overall it's pretty. I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, my one of my like, what did they call that twenty four seven mixed tag match? Was it called a mosh pit match? That's that's what they really, really just try to confuse you out the bat. I think if they didn't, then they succeeded with me. It was called like the tw- like mosh pit mixed tag match or something. I mean, there's a quote unquote mosh pit presence. They I mean, they didn't do any like really like that should just be a lumberjack match. I was but yeah, I was, was gonna no say need for lumberjacks. Like the only reason those people were out there was to fucking crowd the champ as soon as he won. Like they served absolutely no purpose. So for for all intents and purposes, really just a twenty four seven championship. Uh, being held in a mixed tag match, the mosh pit's completely irrelevant. Yeah, and like like you said, back in my day, that was called a lumberjack match. Yeah, I couldn't see any different. I mean, like I said, they did, like did they even touch him or did they interact with him at all? Yeah, they uh, they they played up the uh, the mosh pit theme, like when. Uh, Drake Maverick got thrown to the outside. They like put him up into like a crowd surfing type of deal, oh. and like crowd surfed him around the ring and then threw him back in the ring. Oh, okay. So maybe they did. Maybe they did a little mosh. I don't consider that mosh, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, that was kind of a crazy segment altogether. Um, our truth won. I like how our truth wins that match. Did you see how he did the cover? He did like a spin, like he was gonna spin and do finger guns. He just did a <laughs> yeah. he did a random so, spin. 60. Yeah, he just did a random three sixty and then covered. And then, uh, as soon as the cover happened, the uh, the mosh came in, bro, and just dogpiled. Yep, classic and- dogpile. I, I don't know how the ref makes a count there, living that kayfabe lifestyle. You can't see shit. Yeah, and, and clearly it wasn't, like, clearly, um, who who ended up winning that? Mike Canales. Yeah, clearly Mike wasn't on top of anybody, because he just kind of, like, squeezed out of the side. Like, he just grabbed the title and was like, oh, I'm champ. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're good. This, no, I, I covered him. So Mike Canellas got away scot-free and ran to the back, locked himself in the locker room. Then Maria pops up, Ottawa's finest. He <laughs> <laughs> said, you open this door right now. And he's like, no. He said, Mike, you open this door right now or I'll kick you in your vagina. Yep. Which I, I thought that was a little, little edgy. Yeah, the, these Maria, the, there's some edgy segments. <clears throat> Mike was being super weird, though. I'm trying to remember what he was saying. I don't know. I can't make high no hair of it. I know he's just like, didn't want to let her in. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But, but I mean, it ended up uh, Maria made Mike lay down and... Uh, let her take the title with just a heel pin. Yep. Huh? Get it? <laughs> ah! Ah! Hold on. 
Ah. <laughs> the crowd loves it. The crowd's going wild. But no, so Maria's, Maria's now the first 24-7 Prager's champion, and she said, I'll be at my uh, gyno on Thursday. Or whatever. What do they call it? It's not a gyno. Yeah, it is. It is? Uh-huh. Okay, she might just use some fancy acronym then. But she, she, she's like, I'll be at my gyno Thursday with my feet up in the stirrups. If you want to come try and take this from me. Yeah, it was a weird angle. That, that sounded real sexual and inviting. Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> if you want to take this pussy, <laughs> come on down. Yeah. It was, no, it was super weird. Uh, she was basically pulling the, I'm pregnant, you can't take my title. Which uh, is, is interesting. Very interesting. But I don't know, I kind of like the Maria Mike segments, actually. It's spicy. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not well done by any means, but there's something. No. <laughs> At least they're trying something. Yeah. Yeah, it's staying relevant. Dude, what the, else we got from this? The, uh, I think what we got is the Usos, um, they're doubling down. Like, these guys just keep getting DUIs and getting arrested, and they're just fucking not caring at all. <laughs> it's It's awesome. Nobody's got more energy than them. Like, when they came out for this match, that shit was fucking wild. Especially the one that just got arrested. He was, like, on a high. Like, he just... Now which match was this? This was, um... Uh, Usos versus... Raw Tag Team Championship? Yeah, Usos Revival OC. Yeah, the club. And, uh, when they came out, I was, like, trying to figure out which one was which, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy was the one that just got the DUI. I think he got the last arrest too. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out which one he is. I'm like, well, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on Cole to tell me when they start the match, you know? Yeah. And uh, Cole just botched everything. He said the revival's name wrong, and then he didn't know the difference either. So he just went with the Usos start. He's like, and he called the revival. He called him Dawson of what? of Wilder. He's like, oh, we got, we got Dawson of Wilder and the Usos starting out. I'm like, evil as shit. Yeah. So, I had no idea, but I eventually figured it out. But yeah, I'm just like, I love the Usos right now. They're, they're just killing it. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're always good, man. Yeah, but they're just, they got some swagger now. They're doubling down. I wonder how old they are. That's an excellent question. I would say 30s, mid-30s. Because they've been around for a long time, but they could still be super young. I'll yeah, they got those sneaky baby faces, too. Yep, I'll figure it out. But yeah, that was that was a really good match. Did you like that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, st- I put a star next to that one. Yeah, I felt like uh, th- that was a great match. You got a little swerve at the end uh, with the the club winning the titles. Yep, that big nasty Luke, that nasty Luke Gallows. He's so nasty, Jeff. He is nasty. He's a big nasty then, giant. The announcers <laughs> were not letting you forget it either. No, he's just such a mean, nasty big giant. Uh, the Usos were born in '85. 
Yeah, so mid thirties. Thirty four. Yep. And still partying. Still partying, baby. Yeah, do you think? Oh yeah, they're just like living the old wrestler lifestyle. Yeah. There's a time a page out of Flair's book. <laughs> yeah. There's a time where everybody on the roster was doing this. You just didn't get DUIs back then because cops just didn't care. Nope. You had to be just completely hammered. Like the st- the, yeah. st- the, st- the stories I hear people say, like I don't even know if you were completely hammered if you get a DUI. They'd probably take you home and just put you in your house on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> Depending if you knew the cop or not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, OC wins this one. Uh, for the the predictable. AJ and OC all have titles. The New Day all has titles. You see something going there? Yeah, yeah. I knew that one was coming. They did it on SmackDown, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they, they did a little tease of that shit. Yeah. Kofi versus AJ with everyone. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yep. I just thought the club was more of a Raw thing and New Day was more of a SmackDown thing, but they have no problem crossing over, so. No, the, the, the whatever you call it is a complete afterthought. Like it, uh, the wild card rule? Well, before that, the the brand division at all. The the draft uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm so fucking confused nowadays on who's on what show. Oh, well they want us to be, Jeff. We don't the, we're not supposed to care anymore. It's over. I mean Really? Oh yeah. They, you notice they stopped mentioning the wild card rule. Yeah, I have noticed that. Like it's it's over. The superstar shakeup does not matter. Fuck all that shit. It's it's just all together now, I think. Because if not, they'd be... Cole would be in my ear every goddamn Monday telling me about the wild card. Um, my buddy thinks that they're doing this because uh, they're moving to Fox here in the fall. Yep. They just want all the big names to be able to go to Fox. Yep. For that publicity, so... Yep. Makes sense. But they knew about that, so I don't know why they didn't think of this already. Nope. Um, uh, you know what else I noticed? What? Vince has conceded. To what? Um, commercials during matches. Oh, nice. I wasn't paying attention. Back. Hell yeah. You notice no, no two or three falls, no, this match will resume right after this type of shit. None of that. No restarts? No. Cause he used to we pull are back that. to Cole or Phillips just giving you, and the OC is taking control, and then five seconds of awkward silence before they cut the commercial. Yep. <laughs> when they miss time, their uh, their dismount. They miss time about sixty percent of it. I don't know how the how fucking hard it is. Yeah, it's so refreshing. It feels so good when they land one. Yeah. Yeah, just like, will the Usos be able to get back in it? And then just boom out. I I miss the days of the Attitude Era. I mean, they they went to commercial during matches a lot less than the Attitude Era. But like King and Jr. just wouldn't even know what's coming there, or just wouldn't give a shit. They would just be talking, you know. Yeah. And it would just cut out. You're like, okay, we're going to commercial. That's cool. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need a <laughs> sign off. Yeah, we understand what's going on here. 
But if you sign off, don't give me five seconds of extra silence because it just feels weird and depressing. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be depressing for them. Can you imagine after they do it, they're just like everybody at the table's making fun of them. Like, nice, nice fucking dismount, Phillips. <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> I feel like sometimes Corey tries to get in there if they fail the dismount and add something to it. <laughs> I've heard that for sure. Um, Another thing about the announcers, still too much strategy talk. As soon as Raw started and the 24-7 match started, instead of explaining the mosh pit rules, it just immediately went, Corey just busted straight into strategy. He's like, well, our troops really got to watch his back here because as soon as the 24-7 championship is won, we have a bunch of title contenders right here at ringside. I'm like, and then Renee doubled down. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, dude. The, the, the evening just started. Why don't you explain what the fuck this mosh pit is? Yeah. Vince, man. It's all Vince. Renee, I, I, Renee had a good one, though, on Monday. A good strategy? No, no, no. A good, a good uh, moment. During, How was that? During the uh, Becky-Alexa match, uh, Cole was like, what, what did he say? Who was it that he called her? Oh, Alexa came off the top rope and he's like, Natty! And like, was gonna like, fin- oh, yeah. he was gonna like trail off with another story and Renee just jumped his ass and just was like, oh, that's Alexa! Or something and like, I was so proud because I did the same thing. Like immediately I was like, that's Alexa, you fucking retard! Like I just yelled at the TV like, <laughs> fuck you, Cole! <laughs> uh, I remember that because I remember like, Cole being an angry dad about being corrected. He's such a dad with Corey and Renee. Yeah, he's like, oh, you gonna let me finish? And she's like, oh, sorry. I was just trying to, you know, trying to correct you. And then he, like, mentioned it a minute later. Like, yeah, he still had a fucking red ass about it. He was all chaped up. No, he he blew it. He was trying to cover it up. It It was, damn it, Cole, you're wrong, dad. Yeah, you're wrong, daddy. Sorry, bud. Uh, so yeah, that was... He, he tried to clean that up. He's like, Natty has got to be ready for Becky, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, he was wrong. I mean, I don't think... I don't oh, know he's if... so wrong. Renee was in the right. It was great. Yeah. And everybody that hates Cole was just in the same boat. I loved it. It's like, yep. thank you, Renee. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was Becky versus Alexa. Oh, I think they did do a restart here. Well, I guess this this one kind of makes sense, but Alexa fakes an injury and it turns into Nikki versus Becky. Yeah. So, so they squeezed in a commercial there. But that one kind of makes sense. Well, they'll, they'll still do the side-by-sides, too, with the commercials and the small screen. Like, I give a damn. I'm still fast-forwarding through it. Does that happen? Oh, yeah. I don't you don't know get if, that on the Hulu? I don't know. I never see that. I don't think I get it. Yeah, we've been doing this for a solid month or two now. Um, before that Becky Bliss match, there was a moment of bliss yeah. with uh, what happened. Um, Becky was out there, and then Natty, or no, they showed Becky come out during uh, warm-ups earlier that day with Natty and Finley in an empty arena. That's why I like this segment. Oh, yeah. Who is she training with? Uh, Finley. Hell, yeah. Which I guess they're calling him Fun Finley now or something? That's what they called him? 
Yeah. Or something like that. I'll be damned. It's just Finley, though. We can, we can just keep the old man, old man Finley. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, she was, um, she was, I guess, trying to learn how to get out of the arm bar for Becky. And Becky just slides in, gives Finley a right hand, and puts Natty in an arm bar herself. Yep. So, because of that, back to this, uh, back to this match where you had, uh, Bliss faking an injury and then Cross versus Becky, uh, Natty end up coming in and fucking sharpshootering Becky. And I, I, I'm, that sharpshooter looks strong as fuck. Oh, Jeff, Natty put on a powerful sharpshooter. I think it was her tight jeans. It could it ex- <laughs> I think it was. It, ex- it accentuated those powerful thighs. And, uh, and it, dude, it did. It, it, I've been thinking a lot about sharpshooters. I was like, man, that is a badass move. And then I was thinking of everybody that did them. And then I remembered that The Rock, it was that was a big part of his moveset. Oh, yeah. That's one submission. Yeah, and, and then I was like, I just kept thinking of all the sharpshooters, and I'm like, what a fucking great move. And everybody's done it. Like, if you haven't yeah. put if you haven't put the sharpshooter on somebody, you're not living, man. It ain't hurt. Don't fuck around and <laughs> yeah. do that at all. Yeah. You'll break a fucking knee. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't done it, go put somebody in a sharpshooter. I don't th- do it too hard, because you'll no. break a knee. But the best part is setting up, like, I love the whole motion of getting into the sharpshooter. It's, 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 it has the same kind of coolness as the figure four, you know? Yeah, yeah, you have a setup <laughs> to get the crowd hyped. Yeah, you gotta step through and cross the legs and then the big turn and... Well, the flip on the back is, that's clutch. That's when the crowd first gets hyped. Yeah. You got, you got their feet and you got them on their back on the mat. And you're just looking around feeling it yourself yeah but that was a bad at that was a bad that was a powerful ass sharpshooter i don't want any of that smoke i'm getting scared for becky becky will stand strong though actually if i if i could have a hot take i think i know what's going on here okay go for it now i'm not gonna say becky's gonna lose because i'm i'm too much of a mark to say that but i'm feeling a Rousey interference in this Natty match at SummerSlam. Yeah, because that. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I've been hearing a lot about Rousey. They've they've been putting them putting her back into our ears, Jeff. Oh, have they? Yeah. Yeah, nothing on program, nothing on WWE yet, but lots of stuff on the internet about like her coming back sooner than we thought, and then that Evolution pay per view she'd probably be a part of. I don't know when that was. October. Uh, that was in October. Yeah. So, that is a hot take, and I think that that could absolutely happen for sure. Now, do you think that would be a title change? Because I, I, I'm too much of a mark for me to say yes. Uh, what? It, Natty versus uh, Becky. Yeah. If no. gets her bits involved. No, because, like, are you saying she's gonna? get involved to help Natty or to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think she just gets involved to uh, try to go after the title herself. But I think first and foremost, I mean, it's Wrestling 101. You want revenge, damn it. Yeah. 
what better way to get revenge and help out a friend screw over Becky? Yeah, that's true. But then where do we go from there? Where does Natty go with the title? Well, Eric, I mean, clearly WWE doesn't know because they fly by the seat of their pants. But I would say um, maybe, maybe Natty and Becky... Know. You get Ronda involved somehow. Yeah, it's it, it's hard for me to see Ronda being uh, the friend of the champion. You know what I mean? Like she seems well, like she, maybe she could for a while, and then just pull the uh, oh, I was just bluffing to get closer to the title type shit. Oh, just go full heel. And then yeah, and then we have Natty versus Rousey. Yeah, I because I, I think I think if Ronda comes back, she needs a little bit without the title. You know, like she was she was fucking given that thing and toured with it basically her entire career. She, wait, I want to see hungry Ronda. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, I, mean, maybe I, you're I, right. I like the Becky Natty feud. I like I, I really like it. You like seeing them strong hips? Yeah, a lot of strong hips. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so I'm telling you, see, as we talked about it, it was a decent Raw. And then you had the Seth um, Lesnar thing was cool. Yeah, this is set up for the Rollins-Ziggler match. Why Why was, oh, um, it was a loose tie-in, I guess. Rollins is getting paid back on Ziggler for super kicking HBK. Yeah, that was complete bullshit. Yeah. That was yeah, total bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, but we I, I do hear rumblings of Dolph Ziggler versus Bill Goldberg at SummerSlam. What do you think? <laughs> Why? I mean, he has been excessively clowning Goldberg. Yeah. Every week he's mentioned it. That's what I mean. It doesn't make any sense unless they're doing something. I thought he was just really re- crutching on it to like give that real aspect like Dolph likes to do, but that could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to. I don't think. I mean, it makes sense to put Goldberg with a pro like that that could do stuff, but I don't a, light, a lighter pro too. Yeah. So yeah, it would kind of make sense, but I don't Dolph, know. If Dolph's, we, more I don't of know. A, Dolph's more of a long match guy. Like yeah. you can't just come in and give you a burst of energy like that, I don't think. Yeah, that yeah, he is a long he's an endurance guy. And how do you keep how do you go for a long Goldberg match? It's impossible. You don't? Don't. You just simply don't. You Especially simply do not. You simply do not. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Lesnar attack. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. 
Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. That was super vicious. They had F5s on the chairs that were standing up. Yeah, I had to fast forward a couple of those. You didn't like them? I was starting to get perturbed. <laughs> you know how I feel about chairs, Eric. Oh, I'm starting you, to get too creative with chairs. You get weird about a lot of stuff. I do. I put something on the last time you were in Peoria and you got weird about it. What was that? Do you remember? I don't know. It was probably like deers getting hit by cars or. Oh, no, I'm fine. That's fine with me. I'm (laughs) I'm cool with that, man. I'll fucking. (laughs) I don't care about seeing a deer fly. Uh, No, what was it? Oh, it was people being hit by cars. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see that. I I live in the city, man, and people fucking take blind turns and almost hit me. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, that's true. You 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 have a lot more likely to be hit by a car than me. It's all fun and games for me to sit back and laugh. Because <laughs> in Peoria, nobody walks. <laughs> no, no one walks. <laughs> you see a guy walking. If you see a bike, you better get four lanes over. Yeah. You see a guy walking and you roll down your window and throw your fucking soda at him. <laughs> Tell him to fuck off. I, I literally have had people throw a big swig at me as I walked from Bork uh, and Justin's apartments back to my place one night. Oh, yeah. I wore drive there, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, launching a soda at a pedestrian? God. I hope that never happens to me. I wasn't hit. I mean, it's got to take immaculate aim for you to hit <laughs> someone going 50. Yeah. I don't remember. Did we ever launch a soda at somebody? I'm sure we did. I mean, I've launched a lot of sodas. I don't know if I ever thrown them at people. <laughs> oh, you I, mean, I was a litter bug back oh, in the day. Oh, yeah. You did litter like a motherfucker. It was uh, funny yeah. to see them, like you, somebody, you knew the person driving behind you and you just throw a full one out the sunroof. Yeah. And seeing if it just smashed against their windshield. It never did. It'd always go in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, the F five, and then I, and then they put uh, Seth in the ambulance, and Brock just totally like stops the ambulance and and makes the driver his bitch. He's yeah, like, he's turn it off. Just standing in front of the garage door. Yeah, he just points at. Or no, he's he totally stops the, the ambulance, slams on his brakes, and then he just says. Stop. Turn the key. Turn it off. And he just makes the guy turn it off, and then he just drags him out of there. And then pushes him off, of course. Pushes Seth off the the stretcher, and then does the F five onto the stretcher, and that shit looked like it hurt. Yeah, that that was the most painful one. Yeah, and he had a. He's already bleeding internally or kayfabe. Yeah, that's got to be like some. That's an easy one, right? It's just like some kind of packet you slip in and chew on yeah, it. Yeah, you used to be able to buy them at Spencer's back in the rolling nineties. Really? Oh yeah, or two thousands. Those are 2000s. cool. I I gotta get one of those. Mar- Marty used to buy them back in the day. <laughs> oh my god, I have to <laughs> ask him about it. That's funny. We gotta get some more. Those are good for jokes. Oh yeah. 
Um, uh, that was good. I got flashbacks just because he was strapped in the gurney at first. I got flashbacks to, uh, I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar did this to Ray back in the day, but Ray was in a gurney and Brock Lesnar just fucking surfboarded him and like baseball batted him up against the corner of the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah. And then Ray just planked face first. Like, you know, you know like how, how weight goes if you're in a gurney. You're yeah. going to land straight on your fucking face with absolutely nothing out in front of you to take your fall. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. <laughs> It's one of the most painful things I've seen in wrestling. That sounds terrible. I think it's like 2005, 2006, if you want to look it up. It's it's, it's painful as shit to watch. What event was it at? I couldn't tell you. Just put in a... A Brock Lesnar... Just put in Rey Mysterio, Gurney, Turnbuckle, something like that. It'll pop up. They talk, Mike Ryan's talked about it on Levitar before, too. Really? Yeah. God, sounds terrible. Speaking of Ray, uh, I think we, I might have to switch to SmackDown really quick, but um, who was it that fucking tried disrespecting him, taking his mask off like it's fucking 1998? <laughs> um, SmackDown was tough for me. I watched it, but there was a conversation going on and I couldn't focus. Oh, okay. But, um... I saw it on Instagram. Who was that? Was it Bray? No. Uh, Cesaro? No. Not Cesaro. Fuck, we'll get, let, let's finish up Raw. I'll find it in my notes here somewhere. Well, um, the the finish was Joe and Roman in a summit. Which, oh, I, the Samoan Summit. The Samoan Summit. I like how they're holding summits, so that's pretty cool. And, um, it never got held, and you could tell it wasn't going to get held. Yeah, there's no table. Was there? Uh, no, well, th- this got blown up. Oh, beforehand. Uh, yeah, with the uh, rest of the Lesnar ordeal. The yeah. first you just saw... Um, God, who was it that came out? Like, Roman just walking to the summit. Like, in the back. With the Usos. And gets jumped by G-Mac. Or... Uh, Joe and the club. Oh, Joe and the club, yeah. They attack him backstage. And a brawl just ensues back there. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so we knew it wasn't going to happen, but... And, and, and Joe basically just talked shit for a little bit until everybody started coming out. Okay, I, I was confusing because I thought um, they had that in like a continuous shot with the Lesnar ambulance thing, didn't they? Yeah, like they they panned by and that happened, and then they kept going and did a little run up to the ambulance. Oh, then uh, then what? They came back and Joe was the only one out at the summit. Yeah, Joe came to the ring and was talking shit, <laughs> and then Roman. Uh, comes out to respond, and they start. They I don't think they ever start to get into it before uh, McIntyre comes out, and they're beating up Roman, and then Cedric Alexander comes out to aid Roman, and then the Usos come out, and then the club comes out. So it's a big brawl. Huge brawl. Yeah. Uh, I like this attitude. Like we're you. You 
can tell the thumbprint just because like people are coming out for shit that loosely involves them just to yeah. get their ruckus in. Yeah, that's what I mean. I like the feel of this Raw a lot. I thought this was one of the best ones in a while. Um, and I, I was thinking the same thing you were. Like, just all these people would get lots of action. Cedric Alexander does, like, a jump off the Titantron thing. Yeah, off the, <clears throat> off the LED board. Yeah, which was okay. I hate... I don't know why I can't get behind the the group of people to protect the fall. Oh, I'm right there with you, Eric. Drives there's me nuts. One, there's one I smacked out with uh, Kofi, and Gallus was a little late to the party and just kind of fell over on his ass. God, and the, like, oh, the the superplex? Uh, I'm not sure. It's something from the inside of the ring to the outside. And the cameraman was right to the side of the group, so you could see that Gallus was clearly in the back and not part of, not getting hit at all. It had to be the superplex. I know Gallows was involved, but they had one recently where it was a superplex onto the outside, and like they, you know how they the camera does a good job of not showing that until the last second. Yeah. So like I knew, okay, the, all the guys are going to be under there, and uh, I don't know. I just hate it. I hate that. Well, is is that? Let me ask you this: Is that the only way they'll do a uh, big jump nowadays? Like any sort of dangerous jump, it has to be into a group of people like that standing, so it braces them. I don't know. I think certain things, but like no one's no one's Jeff Hardy out there anymore, and just fucking swanton and not twenty feet onto someone. I mean, yeah, through one person laying down, you know. Yeah, I mean, through a table makes sense. I'll, I'll give you a table. Yeah, like that makes sense. In, even if you want to go announce table, it's probably a little bit better. That's okay. But I hate the group. Because, like, especially when you're live, it's horrible. Because you see that all forming. It's like, oh, all these heels and faces are getting together for ten seconds while this guy sets up to do this move. <laughs> this is pretty cool. It's terrible. Yeah, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Ricochet did his, uh, his move off of a cage in NXT... And it was it was cool, but they did that thing again. Ricochet and NXT. I think so, or maybe it was. Uh, I don't know. I was watching one of the war games, and somebody came off the top. Or no, maybe not a war oh, game. Oh, okay. You're talking a little bit back. I, I thought he like. I thought oh, yeah. I missed events or something that Ricochet did a cameo. Uh, no, but they had something called Smackville that I didn't watch, and I don't know what it is. Did you hear about that? I've, I've heard that, but I thought it was like a reality show or something. I thought it was just like a Nashville house show or something. I don't know. I never watched it. Some It was some kind of event. Maybe, maybe it was in Nashville. Maybe it wasn't. I just assumed it was. But I think... Yeah, the, the end of this Raw was just to kind of loosely keep the hype around all those different feuds. You had D-Mac versus Alexander, Uso's Revival, and uh, Reigns and Joe all involved and the faces stand tall. Yep. Uso's Alexander and Roman. Little Rock, Arkansas, Eric. Hell yeah. (laughs) Do you ever, you, you said you don't listen to the JR's podcast, do you? No. 
Whenever he makes fun of like an obscure town, he always uses Muskogee, Oklahoma. <laughs> Isn't that a great fucking name? Muskogee? Yeah. It went well with JR's accent, hell yeah. Muskogee. <laughs> Muskogee. How the fuck do you think you spell that? Probably M U S K O G E. Yep. <laughs> He's from Muskogee, Oklahoma. Uh, so yeah. Uh, oh, was it? No, it wasn't Aleister Black. Because he he did a uh, something with Sami Zayn, right? We're gonna get Sami Zayn versus Aleister Black at SummerSlam. Uh, well, Black just had another promo in, in his dark room, and then Zayn got in an interview, uh, and just kind of clowned it and challenged him to SummerSlam. So a few without, well, there's no few, but there's a match. Okay. But SmackDown started off with Shane, tight fat, tight frame, fat facing you, letting you know he's not going to be a part of SmackDown tonight. Oh yeah. Well, if, you're not, if you're not part of SmackDown, then get your fat face off my screen. Yeah. Because his cheeks look so squirrely, Eric. <laughs> they always do. I was thinking, I was cracking up thinking the same thing. Like, you lying ass motherfucker. You're yeah. sitting here telling me we're not going to deal with Shane on SmackDown, but here you are. Yep. Start of the show. Yep. So then we get a KO promo and D-Mac comes out and confronts him. And these two end up having a match. Did you catch this match, Eric? Or? Which one? KO versus D-Mac. This started like 15 oh. minutes in SmackDown. Not I mean, I, I, I was watching it, but I wasn't watching it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, any match of the week, go back and watch. It's this one. This is my match of the week. Really? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's, apparently, it's the first time KO and D-Mac have faced each other. Yeah, I guess KO was after D-Mac's run in WWE before this. Yeah, I mean, at first I was stunned by it, but then I started thinking about it. Yeah, D-Mac was probably a little before KO's time, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> so, uh, do you want me to spoil this one for you, or? Um, no, no spoilers, but let's see. I think you gotta give it to KO, unless there's some kind of interference here. Spoilers, Eric. Okay. Yeah, match of the week, dude. Taking a scooter. I will. What else was good from SmackDown? Uh, we had um, kind of interesting. Bailey Moon teamed up to face Nikki and Alexa, which I don't know if that's just a microwaved heel tag team, but they are really good. They are liquid between brands, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, who Bailey and uh, Ember? No, uh, Alexa and Nikki. Oh, you'll catch them wherever. Yeah, well, the, yeah, they just—I mean, what, what your friend said is totally true. They're just trying to put the biggest names, you know. Ale yeah. Alexa's people like Alexa a lot. She's going to be on both shows. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and she, she's getting better in ring. Like her match with. Uh... Uh, Becky wasn't terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, she's she's still really good on the mic. Like, you can't take that away from her. Oh, yeah, she's great on the mic. Uh, she had some sort of heckler on Raw, uh, and I couldn't understand him, but she, she just swatted him away like a fly. It was great. <laughs> like, she paused to hear what he had to say, but then, like, just on camera and everything, I, I can't remember how she just fucking ran over it, but she did. It's like, I'm not here for that. Anyways. Yeah, he, uh, I was, that just made me think of Lacey Evans. She had some good heel crowd work. Is she, is she gone right now? Have we, or am I just missing her? She's gone. She's and t- I, I, I'm going to disagree with you there. I thought she was rusty as shit compared to Alexa's smooth like butter on the mic. No, 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 not the mic. Just, Uh-oh. just some, some crafty crowd work. Like one time she came out and her hat. I don't know if it fell off or got knocked off or she did something and it fell off and she made this old lady pick it up. Oh, and, shit. and you could tell it was a real, like it was, it was an authentic exchange and it was hilarious. And then she also, uh, like acted <laughs> like, funny. yeah, it was funny. And then she acted like she was going to let this kid kiss her hand and then she took it away one time. Uh, yeah, I've seen that before. So she had a couple of good ones, but yeah, no. No, no, no. I, I totally agree. Her mic work is not where Alexis is. Not even close. No. Like, she's got the script, but that's all she's got. Yeah. Yeah, no, Alexis... Alexa can can go off and be good. Anyway, the reason I pointed this match out is because uh, Bliss ends up pinning uh, Ember Moon and gets the win on this one. And you know how the ladder of wrestling works nowadays. If you pin either the number one contender or the champion one time, instead of climbing a traditional ladder of eight people, you automatically, the announcer's just like, well, is she in the now in the title mix? Well, you guys are talking about it, so. Yeah. Apparently she is. Yep, probably will be. Yeah, so they, they might slide her in for a triple threat. You never know. Yeah. Oh, Jeff, you're probably right. I was just going to ask, what are they going to do with uh, with uh, Alexa? And that's the answer, probably. Well, that and the fact that Bailey and Ember, like, they're supposed to be both faces. I was just thinking that during SmackDown. I'm like, so wait, who, is, is Bailey going to get heelish here? Because she's, she's getting a little sassy, but that's just co- cockiness and confidence, you know? Yeah. Which, I don't know, that kind of sucks. I wish they would just... I think Bailey Ember could be really good. Oh, yeah, one-on-one? Yeah. Definitely. What if they just put the title back on Alexa? They've done it a hundred times. Yeah, they could do it a hundred and one real easy. <laughs> oh, fucking real easy, because Bailey's <laughs> your, She's your classic holdover champ. Unfortunately, I mean, not yeah, not in my yeah, opinion. Unfortunately, man. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Not, not down with that. No, I'm not either. I'm just saying that's how that's how it is when Vince McMahon's running the show. Yeah, it's about time to get a blonde in there. <laughs> yeah, you can't go too long without a blonde involved. <laughs> and then Ember, same thing. He's not gonna. No, ain't gonna happen, girlfriend. Sorry. <laughs> Remember when Naomi had the title for a cup of coffee? Yeah, Naomi, they did it to her. They did it to Carmella. Well, no, Carmella was a blonde and held it for a decent amount of time. Yeah, because she was a blonde. She couldn't wrestle at all at the time. Yeah. Still a little Yeah, yeah, Naomi's been getting the shaft for years. She's way better than a lot of these people. Yeah. 
But Ember Moon's real good, but same thing. Ain't gonna happen. It's either gonna be Bailey retains or Alexa wins, and probably Alexa's gonna win. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, up next we have King's Court, Eric. What do you know about that? Oh, that was when um, I did see this segment. That's when Jerry the King Lawler came out. I think King's Court was started past our time. Yeah, I don't know about King's Court. But it's basically just another Miz TV. uh, What was Jericho's thing? Um, With the the Jeritron. (laughs) With the Jeritron talk. No, what was that called? God damn it, I was just listening to something where they were trying to figure this out. And they did. (laughs) The mystery continues right now. But yeah, they had the... If you think of it, let me know. But they had the Kings Court with Trish Stratus, and you're wondering what the fuck is going on here. I get that we're in Memphis, but why are you bringing Trish out and small talking to her about how she couldn't make it to the Raw reunion last week? Yeah, and, and King was so uncomfortable in 2019. Oh, yeah. He's he like, make any of his wise, wise cracks. He couldn't do his character. He's like, what am I doing? I can't... I mean, 20 years ago, he would have been like, puppies! And he would have been bouncing around and fucking on all fours, barking like a dog, and none well, of that... don't get me wrong, he's still a pro. <laughs> yeah. Like, he handled it smoothly. No, he, he was good. But I'm just saying, like, he couldn't do his character. No. Like, you can't put King, Jerry the King, Lawler, and Trish Stratus together, and this is how it's going to go down? Yeah. It's just... Pleasant, pleasantry talk? Yeah, no, no, no. But, different time, and I guess Trish isn't that character anymore, so it wouldn't really make sense. And he starts small talking to her, like, oh, you ever, you thinking of coming back? Blah, blah, blah. And the... the this Memphis crowd was on top of it. I was not thinking. They were one step ahead of me, and they just started, woo! I'm like, what? Yeah, how did uh, they totally predicted that. I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah, they called that shit a mile off, because all of a sudden, Charlotte comes out, starts talking trash. And, man, Charlotte, you, you're, you're, I didn't like this promo from Charlotte. See, I, I was... Again, in a conversation, but so I don't, I don't know anything from the promo. I saw it, and I knew that we were getting Trish and Charlotte at SummerSlam, obviously. But I didn't get to hear anything. I mean, it was good, but it was just classic. Like, she's just like, now that women aren't shaking their asses to get jobs, and Trish came back, she's like, well, without the shit that me and Lita... And uh, Jacqueline and Ivory did. There wouldn't be a trail for you to be blazing. Yeah. So, just classic. Yeah. Classic hype. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the people, like a lot of Charlotte promos are shitty because the other person, I mean, besides her being shitty sometimes, there's the other person always just wants to do the nepotism talk. Yeah. You know, like... It's the easiest thing to go to. Like, oh, your dad's Ric Flair, so I'm really sick of hearing that one. And then a lot of times we go down the same road. And the same thing with the girls shaking their asses, blah, blah, blah. A lot of women have went that route, too. 
So I mean, it hits, I, home, for, it, it, it hits home for Trish, but I mean, she 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 was in like the transition too. I mean, they they tried to hold her up as a trophy, but she was still a transition. Yeah, like her career transition yeah. from being a fucking huge titted valet. On her knees, barking like a dog in front of Vince. <laughs> yeah, to a towel, sexually insinuating with Vince, you know. Oh yeah, all of the stuff. She went from that to wrestling and being champ. I mean, she wasn't a great wrestler, but she was decent. Like good matches with Lita. Yeah. She had the fucking the bulldog, which is a, yeah, d- yeah, which is a move we always appreciated. Uh, of course. And replicated. We love the Bulldogs. I still love a Bulldog. I'd love to see one nowadays. Yeah. Don't you love it when you see a move and you're like, man, I haven't seen that in fucking forever. <laughs> totally. That's that's the kind of shit that I'm looking for when I'm watching wrestling. I like Atomic Drops a lot. Yeah. People still do those. I think, uh, I think Cesaro has an Atomic Drop in his playbook. But I like those a lot. Oh, they're fun. Um, one more thing. Uh, Firefly Funhouse. Yep, we got oh, one of those. That. Hosted by Ramblin' Rabbit. <laughs> yep, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, what's up, dudes? Do that? <laughs> yeah. He's a bro. Yeah, he's a surfer bro, man. Did I... Uh, I saw, like, on the... The thumbnail of, uh, like, the episode that Bray was there, but I never saw him. And then I fast-forwarded again through it, because I thought I missed, like, not, obviously I saw him on Firefly Funhouse, but on the thumbnail on the Hulu cut, it was The Fiend or whatever. Yeah. Did we ever see, like, was there a match? Correct. Right after this, right after Firefly Funhouse, you had, uh, Balor versus Ziggler. And um, uh, everything was going smooth. The Balor had momentum. All of a sudden, the lights cut out, and the feed just popped up on the. Uh, I don't know if he was on the stage or down on the ramp or what, but you just saw his face, and he had the screeching. And it was like only for a couple seconds, and the lights went out again. And Balor's like looking around, and Ziggler's like all primed behind him for a super kick. Huh. So it was a fiend distraction, really. Okay. Well, fuck, I missed that. I, can't, I don't know how I missed that. Oh, well, so we still haven't seen Bray's first match. That's going to be SummerSlam, I guess. Yeah, I would say so. And are they just and doing... I, I hope so, too. Yeah, and, like, are you... Are they just doing this uh, Finn versus Bray for, like... Fiend versus demons, like is it is that the only thing we have? I don't like. I was thinking that, but I don't think so. I think Finn's just a classic mid card guy who could play well with this role. Or at least at first, at SummerSlam, we're not going to get the fucking demon because that I think that waters down the feed. You want the feed to come out and dominate, yeah, and do his thing and. If you have the Fiend versus the Demon, then one could get spooked by the other. <laughs> you know, it's like Pokemon out there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, so, 
we haven't seen so the the Thursday night the not Thursday the Tuesday the SmackDown spot from the Fiend did not have any physical no physicality right no sister Abigail or nothing no it's just him like either on the ramp or up on the stage you can't really tell because it's dark okay because I'm still thinking he's gonna use the mandible claw oh man he could. I think it'd be cool. He did take out Foley. Yeah. But, um... what is there anything else, Jeff? We're about... We are about at an hour here. Somebody's gotta be sick of listening to us talk. Or that, or asleep. That's fine with me. Yep. <laughs> take a snooze. Uh, real quick, you had uh, Shinsuke versus Ali. I thought this was an IC championship match. But it wasn't Ali won real quick, so now basically you have an IC championship match. Once again, that's the ladder of WWE nowadays. Oh, so we're going to get Shinsuke and um, Ali? Nothing's official, but you know it's coming. Yeah. Because neither of them can see the light of day as far as time goes. Yeah. That'll Man, what if they just fucking put that on the pre-show again? Shit, they could. That would be fucked up. But yeah, they yeah the, IC, the IC title's looking weak while the US title's looking too strong for me. I want it the other way around. That's how it should be. The Intercontinental title's way cooler. Yeah. But I mean, not that I wanted to leave. They should just they should just make it cool. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it. Just, like, I'm not saying they should have given it to AJ. They should just make it look cool. Shinsuke's awesome. Like, just make it legit. Yeah, you give, you give it the IC title to too many up and covers. The IC title is a veteran mid-card title, in my opinion. Yeah, that's why The Miz felt so at home in Jericho. and. Yeah, it was perfect. You're like, holy shit, The Miz deserves this shit. Yeah, like uh, of the recent era of wrestling, it's, it's The Miz's title. Yeah, definitely. But he's too busy doing his fucking stupid shows and shit. So uh, then we had the Kofi AJ thing that we already talked about with uh, Club and New Day, and you smell you're smelling some sort of uh, faction factionery going on there. Yep. Uh, very quick at the end, you had Roman. He was scheduled to uh, make a challenge for SummerSlam, and everyone's like, "Oh, who's he going to challenge?" I don't know if you caught this at the very end of SmackDown after the Kofi AJ match. But <laughs> I think this was done pretty poorly. <laughs> but Roman's walking like you have a uh, one of those backstage interviewees just sitting back there. Like, yeah, Charlie. Before I think. Roman gets there, yeah, she's just like Roman's due here any minute, and here he comes down the hallway right now. So okay, why why is Roman walking from a hundred yards away? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh my god, Robin, look out! And all of a sudden, a little crate falls on him. Some asshole just pushed a, a, some rigging onto him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, pushed some rigging onto him. Man. It was insane. It was kind of similar to when the stage fell. When uh, Braum was doing his feats of strength type shit, where it fell to one foot above the floor, you know? Yeah. And when, then, then Roman just slipped out. Yeah, when he... When he threw the hook up there and pulled it down on on Brock. Yeah, that, that same yeah. feel where it didn't quite fall on him. It just kind of yeah. looked like it did terribly. 
I mean, that to me, that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was, I mean, that was bad, but the worst part was like, it just looked like somebody just, like, like it didn't look like an accident. It looked like some asshole just threw something on him. Yeah. Like, oh, there's Roman Reigns. I'm just going to go up there and push this rigging onto his head. There you go. I, I, I just didn't like how heavy-handed it was. I, I wish they would have been, like, followed him in a tight frame like they always do when they're when someone's walking backstage. Yeah. And all of a sudden it just, like, falls on him that way instead of uh, Charlie or whatever, heavy-handedly. We're waiting for Roman, and here he's coming from 100 yards away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why have the interview? You could have just had him back there with you, so it's like... Chilling. Like anything. Like, you know, there's a million ways to do it. But I guess it does, it does, like, make you wonder who he's going to challenge. Well, who's he been, who's he been messing with recently? Joe? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's obvious as fuck. It's going to be a Samoan uh, summit at SummerSlam, a Samoan SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> Joe fucking came through with the push cart full of rigging. That son of a bitch. I mean, that smart Marky Memphis crowd was chanting Joe all, all after that exchange back there towards the end of the show, so. And that's SmackDown. That's SmackDown. It, it's, it's getting better. It's, it's, it's heating yeah. up. Yeah, wrestling's getting a lot better. Um, so, yeah, on that note, Jeff, I, I think we just about covered it. I'm, I'm out of my uh, Goji Citrus Strawberry Mountain Dew. It's all gone. So I'm, I can't complete the show. Uh, this is it. Right on, dude. So well, I'll, I'll, we'll have a good time tomorrow at the Lucha Libres and Lucha Libres. Damn it, I get it confused with Alex's Twitter handle all the time. I can't even say it. Lucha Libres and laughs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Colorado. That's what they call a teaser, Jeff. So everybody, look out for next week. We're gonna be. Jeff's going to be giving us a uh, rundown of the Lucha Libre and Laughs comedy show. Yes, sir. And on that note, night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't don't understand. Good. Okay. You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at VSPdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.